Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Streets of San Francisco. A Quinn Martin production. Starring Carl Malden. Also starring... Jimmy! I got one thing! Tonight's episode, Mr. Nobody. That is me. Welcome to episode number 1501. It is a wacky way back Wednesday. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. Hello. 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 Hello, hello, hello. Uh, hello, I am your host, Patrick Riley. Oh, I'm not so bad once you get to know me. That is so true, and we hope you get a chance to know us, not just me, on this episode, and maybe coming up in a few days when we are out and about in Orlando. Right next to me is Kimmy. A pretty face reflected in the mirror, so perfect in every way. With every move, the picture's getting clearer. She's got it all. She's got it made. It's Kimmy. That's right. She is the looker of the two of us, of the duo. Hello, Kimmy. Hello. And people can just find out how you look. Uh, coming up this weekend, the Riley and Kimmy Show will be out and about. More details coming up. Welcome to this Way Back Wednesday. Way back Wednesday, and we guarantee we will go back in time on this episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Yes, we will go back in time to the thrilling days of yesteryear and bring back, hopefully, positive memories. That's what our goal is with every single episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Now, Kimmy, are you getting all rested up for this upcoming weekend's appearance? I am. Now, the Riley and Kimmy Show will be out and about this Sunday. Join us. Well, actually, we're going to be at a couple locations uh, finalizing the conclusion of our 1500th episode celebration. We've been on a little tour. First of all, on Saturday, we'll be in downtown Tulane for the Mardi Gras Dog Parade. You heard right. Dogs walking in a parade and floats and all stuff celebrating around dogs and Mardi Gras. Uh, we'll be walking with the Talan Animal Hospital's uh, float, right, Kimmy? Uh-huh. And we will have two fur kids with us, both of them in costume, uh, part of the Hollywood Hounds theme. I think that's what the title is, right? Yes. And you're getting both of those fur kids suited up, right? We'll try. Yes, it should be quite interesting, the two of them together. And one one's actually making his first uh, public appearance. That is the American Staffordshire Terrier who we adopted recently, late last year. Remember, adopt, don't shop. He's an excellent example of why you should adopt. He's, matter of fact, one of those prison pups. He, he, he has all kinds of training and stuff uh, that he went through. 
Right, Kimmy? Yes, he's had a lot of training. He knows a lot of commands. Yes, he does. He is he is a good boy, and we will have him with him. Uh, we will have him with us with his sister. The two of them will be together. His sister is a she's a veteran, if you will, of the parades. Uh, she's done them before. She loves them, and you can catch a photo or two or three or four or five of her on our Facebook page and Instagram page as well, and some uh, hopefully new uh, photos of the American Staffordshire cosplaying will be joining uh, the Facebook page and Instagram and also our website as of Saturday. So if you are in Central Florida, head to DeLand. This is something you don't want to miss. I'm not kidding here. Tens of thousands of people participate in this. They line the streets. It is just gorgeous to see the celebration around the world of dog and also the Mardi Gras celebration at the same time. And the downtown businesses are great to check out. DeLand is a fantastic community. You'll you won't go wrong there. Plenty of things to do, eat, and just uh, family fun on Saturday, correct? That's right. Now, the Riley and Kimmy Show will continue our tour, our wrapping up the 1500th episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show on Sunday at the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. Please come on out. We love to see you. This is at a brand new location. It is right next to the Florida Mall. Now, I'm going to use that as the uh, landmark because that's easier probably for you to judge where to get to than their actual street address, which somehow they say it's on Sand Lake. I yeah, Sure, okay, if it is, it is. Um, but it's easier if you just go to the Florida Mall and then you'll find the Florida Hotel. That is where this is being held, right, Kimmy? Yep, the Florida Hotel. And we did a walkthrough last weekend and just seeing where everything's going to be and checking out where we were going to be set up and where some of the celebrities are going to be. Fantastic location, uh, definite improvement for the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con. A lot of space. It's going to be a fantastic time for everybody. One of the cool things is there's a room that's being designated just for video gameplay, basically, Kimmy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you think of it like a classic arcade, like uh, where you used to go. But there's one difference. You don't have to have tokens or quarters in your hands. You'll be able to play free all day, courtesy of our good friends from Free Play Florida. Brian Jones, Brandon, and Marcy will be there from Free Play Florida with some vintage arcade games. I have no idea what they're bringing. Whatever they select will be something fun to play and will bring back memories or might introduce somebody to some vintage gaming, right? That's true. So check that out. And matter of fact, if it's certain games, you can challenge Kimmy. For certain games, she will play against people, right? Well, we'll see. Centipede, right? You play again. Yeah. And... Pac-Man or Ms. Pac-Man? Sure. See, there are some there, and there's some, of course, I would play against individuals as well. So you can have fun doing that. Something for everybody, all ages, and get your picture taken with one of the best, one of the top cosplayers in the world. That is Cecil Grimes, who cosplays as Rick Grimes of Walking Dead. So if you know somebody who loves The Walking Dead, you'll want to come there for that. Correct, Kimmy? Oh, he's great. He is fantastic. And the co-creator of The Walking Dead will be there as well. You heard right. Check check his table out. And, oh, speaking of cosplay, I forgot to mention, and shame on me, Thomas Blasco will be there. We just posted recently on our Facebook page his revealing of one of the cosplays he will have at the Bat Tech cosplay table. That is his brand new, and this has not made an appearance anywhere, his brand new cosplay of the Martian Manhunter. 
It is amazing. It is fantastic. You definitely want to get your picture with the Martian Manhunter. And according to Thomas, he's bringing other members of the Justice League with him. So get your photo taken with members of the Justice League at the Bat Tech Cosplay Table. That's at the Orlando Toy Comic Con that will be filled with brand new vendors. Bringing a wide selection of collectibles and comic books at this year's convention. Please check out the Orlando Toy and Comic Con's website for more information. Also, their Facebook page, too. We look forward to seeing you there. And a big thank you going out to Mike Priest of Mike's Comics and also Rick Shea of Famous Faces and Funnies for inviting the Riley and Kimmy Show, making us part of this event. You can't miss us. We'll be right when you walk into the vendor area, the main area to meet the guests, the big celebrities and stuff. Right when you walk in, say hey to us. Right, Kimmy? Yep, say hey. And become part of the Riley and Kimmy Show. We would love to see you. That is this Sunday. January 28th in Orlando, Florida. Please visit our website for links to the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. Also for archived episodes of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Also platforms to take us anywhere on planet Earth like iHeartRadio, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Celebrity interviews we've done in the past available too. And also our social media links. Please help the show grow. Stay in touch with us like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and more. All those are available on our website. What is our web address, Kimmy? RileyandKimmy.com Find archived podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Shall we play That's a big question on us way back Wednesday. Does Kimmy want to go back in time? Challenge her brain cells with some oh trivia here, some pop culture trivia. What say you on a wacky way back Wednesday, Kimmy? Absolutely. Fantastic. I need to point out the timeline. The pop culture timeline has been scrambled up. It is wacky. Uh, just like I am, because it's a Wacky Wednesday, a way back Wacky Wednesday, we decided to make the timeline wacky, meaning it's not running in chronological or linear order, so help Kimmy out, she believes in time, travel, answers, I think she is wacky, but she says it works, so shout at whatever computing device you're listening to the Riley and Kimmy show on right now, it could be anything, because we are mobile, we are global, we are the Riley and Kimmy show. TV, that's the very first question we have for you on the, well, in the pop culture category. How do you feel about that, Kimmy? All right. It was on this date. A certain TV drama with a science fiction fantasy base returns after many years of being in hiatus, reuniting the lead actors identify the TV show. The X-Files. That's right. Now, what year did it come back within two years? Um, 2017, right? 2016 on this date is when it came back. And how many years had it been in limbo? Um, 10. We'll give you a plus or minus of three years. It was 13 years that that Mm. happened. And name one of the stars. You're right, Kimmy. It was on this date prosecution. Well, they give their opening statement at the O.J. Simpson murder trial within one year. What year did that trial start? 1995? Kimmy is exactly right. 
Classic cinema time. Give me a film I don't know if you've ever seen, but I know you've heard about. 1940s a year, the movie The Grapes of Wrath, directed by John Ford, is released. It stars Henry Fonda. Can you tell me whose book The Grapes of Wrath is based on? Um, Whose novel? The Grapes of Wrath. Steinbeck? That's correct, John Steinbeck. Now, have you ever seen The Grapes of Wrath? I have not. Shame on you. The year is 1957, Kimmy. We have a music question for you. 1957. This song is recorded. Tell me the name of the song. I don't want to be a tiger. Cause tigers play too rough. I don't want to be a lion. Cause lions ain't the kind you love enough. And what's the name of that song, Kimmy? Teddy Bear. And who recorded that? Elvis. That's right, 1957. The year's 1962. This person is signed with the Beatles as their manager and begins changing their image away from leather jackets. Tell me who it is. Who becomes their manager? The Beatles. Brian Epstein? That's correct. The year's 1969. This band plays its first U.S. concert in New York City as the opening act for Led Zeppelin. Now, a number of years later, they will have this as a hit on the charts. Tell me the name of the band. Down by the water hole, drunk every Friday, eating their nuts, saving their raisins for Sunday. Lions and tigers who wait in the shadows, they're fast but they're lazy and sleeping Who is it? Jethro Tull. That's right. The year, 1970. This former Beatle makes the announcement that he and his companion had shaven their heads. They had done this to commemorate the start of year one for peace. Who is it? John Lennon. And? Yoko. That's correct. The year is 1975. This situation comedy premieres on ABC TV. It would run for one season, a total of 13 episodes. Hotel Baltimore. You cheat! Why would I cheat, you abominable old wretch? Because you are black. <laughs> what did you say? I said you are black. I'm red. You moved the wrong channel. <laughs> right, Hot L. Baltimore. Hot L. Baltimore, 1975. It was the first failure for this television producer, Kimmy. He had a string of hits before and after. Can you tell me who failed? Mm, I don't know. Well, I'll give you a clue. He has hits prior and right around All in the Family, 1971, Sanford and Son, 72, Maud, 72, Good Times, 74, and The Jeffersons in 75. Who is the creator of those or producer? Norman Lear. That's right. This was his failure, his first one in 1975. The year is 1982. This person sings the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Tell me who it is as soon as you can. Can we sing? With authority, sing with me. Oh, say can. Kimmy's nodding. Matter of fact, nodded a few seconds beforehand that she can tell me who that is. Who is it, Kimmy? Diana Ross. That is correct. Staying in music, the year is 1995. This recording group releases their album Balance. It was the last album recorded with this lead singer. Tell me the name of the band. You 
it had the hit off the album Can't Stop Loving You, number two on the mainstream rock charts and number 30 on the Billboard Hot 100. Can you identify the band? Van Halen. And who is the lead singer that this would be his last time? Sammy Hagar. That's correct. The year is 2011. This individual's second studio album is released. It would win Grammy Award for Album of the Year 2012 and the 2011 Billboard Album of the Year. A single from that album did extremely well. Tell me who the recording artist is, Gimme. So you got no head in the clouds. You made a fool out of you. But you're bringing you down. You made the hard melt, but you're colder than cold. Now rumor has it she ain't got your love anymore. Can you tell me who it is? Adele. And bonus points if you can tell me the name of the album. 21? Yeah, exactly right. Celebrity and Notables, born on this date, actress Ann Todd, born 1909, died 1993 at the age of 84. She did a lot of work during the golden age of cinema. Next person, born 1916, Kimmy, died 1998 at the age of 82, known for, well, being a certain play-by-play guy on a certain Chicago TV station from 1948 to 1981. Tell me who it is. That's it! That's it! Hey! Got number 500. A line drive shot into the seats and left. The ball tossed in the bullpen. Everybody on your feet. Who is it, Kimmy? Jack Brickhouse. That's right. Born on this date. Next person, actor Kimmy. Tell me who it is once you can. We have some clues here. Born on this date, 1917. Starred on this TV series from 1962 to 1966. <laughs> Can you tell me the name of that TV show? Mikhail's Navy? Yes, and he was part of this one. Tell me the name of this TV show. It was on... The A-Team? No, it's not the A-Team, Kimmy. No, it's not the A-Team. Want to give it another try here? Listen to that opening. From 1984 to 1986, he was on this show with Jan Michael Vincent. Can you name the show? No. show is Air Wolf, and Mm. you know him for being the original voice for Mermaid Man on SpongeBob SquarePants. Listen up, you villains. I want to eat my meatloaf. If you don't get out of here, then by the power invested in me, I now pronounce you man and wife. You make. Kiss the bride. Evil! Can you tell me who it is? I can't. He played Mikhail on Mikhail's Navy, Kimmy. You are able to identify the TV theme. He was uh-huh. Mikhail. It was his his boat. Phil Silver? No. Oh, mm. One more clue. I didn't think I was going to have to go to this bonus clue. He was in Escape from New York. He played the cabbie who drives Snake Plissken around. I don't know. Ernest? He was in the... Ernest? Ernest? Borgnine? Yeah, Ernest Borgnine. You know, Kimmy, we almost met Mr. Ernest Borgnine, but unfortunately he passed away before he attended or was guest at a certain convention. And I I thought, wow, I thought she actually knew him. Said you wanted to meet him with me. I did? Yeah. Fantastic movie to check out Ernest Borgnine in 
is from Here to Eternity from 1953. You will see him in a different light. He plays a sadistic sergeant who beats a stockade prisoner in his charge, and that stockade prisoner played by Frank Sinatra, who has a powerful performance as well. That's from Here to Eternity, 1953. Next individual, recording artist, comedian too, Kimmy. He's had a top 40 hit more than once. One of them not comedy-based. Tell me who this is from 1970, number one hit. Everything is beautiful in its own way. Like a starry summer night or a snow-covered winter's day. Nineteen seventy, that was number one for this birthday person. Who is it? Charlie Rich? No, it's not. Here is another clue. Number eight hit for him. Guitar man. He's a guitar man. He's all you can stand. Give him a hand, guitar man. Number eight hit for him, Guitar Zan. Who is the birthday person? I don't know. Here's your final clue. 1974, number one hit. If you're around on planet Earth, 1974, you could not escape this song from radio or television. Well, yes, they call him the street. Look at that, look at that. He likes to turn the other cheek. Look at that, look at that. He's always making the news. Wears just his tennis shoes. Guess you could call him unique. And for years, they would run that on television commercials to sell his albums. Can you tell me who is having a birthday today, Kimmy? I don't know. You don't remember Ray Stevens? Oh, sure. Yeah, Ray Stevens having a birthday today. He is 79. Next person having a birthday, identify who it is. Ah, crackling rosy get on board. We gonna ride till there ain't no more go. Taking it slow. Who is having a birthday today? Neil Diamond. Yes, how old is he within five years? 80. He is 77 today. Next person celebrating his 77th birthday. Recording artist has charted a couple of times top 40 and many times R&B. Here's a 1966 number two hit on the pop charts and number one on R&B. Tell me, who is having a birthday? Tell it like it is. Don't be ashamed. Can you tell me who the birthday person is? Aaron Neville? Unbelievable, Kimmy. You got that exactly right. Tell it like it is. Aaron Neville, age 77 today. He had a hit in 1991, number eight on the pop charts, number one on the adult contemporary. Neville celebrating a birthday today. Next person born on this date, 1943, died 1969 at the age of 26. An actress, Kimmy. In 1968, she married director Roman Polanski. 
On August 9, 1969, she and four others were murdered by members of the Manson family. Can you tell me who it is? Sharon Tate. That is correct. Next individual, recording artist, born on this date, Kimmy. Tell me who it is. Can you tell me who it is? Loudon Wainwright III? It is Warren Zevon. Oh, Warren Zevon. Warren Zevon, born 1947, died 2003 at the age of 56. That song's from 1978, did not break the top 20, hit number 21, Werewolves of London. Next person, actor, comedian, born on this date, 1949, Kimmy. One of the seven original cast members of Saturday Night Live. Identify him from 1978. Animal House. This could be the greatest night of our lives, but you're going to let it be the worst. Oh, we're afraid to go with you, Pluto. We might get in trouble. Well, just kiss my from now on. Not me. I'm not going to take this. Can you tell me who that is, Kimmy? John Belushi. That's correct. John Belushi, born in the state 1949. What year did he pass away? Within, um, within two. 1986. John Belushi died at the age of 33, 1982. Next person, comedian, actor. Appeared in the movie Brewster's Millions. You might remember that movie, correct? Mm. With Richard Pryor? Oh. Richard Pryor's Brewster's Millions. Remember that? Where he becomes the wealthiest man on the planet Earth? Oh. Well, this person made an appearance in that. Starred on a TV series that didn't last very long. Ran from 1986, the fall of 86, to the spring of 87. Total of 26 episodes, but he is known for appearing on Carson and other shows like Carson's quite a bit in the mid-80s. Here's your clue. Tell me who it is. Mr. Brown, how can you wear a shirt and a tie in this weather? (laughs) (laughs) Last time I saw legs like that was at Miss Teenage Russia. (laughs) Of course, hers had more hair. Tell me who it is, Kimmy. Comedian, actor. I don't know. Hi. Hi. My name is Jakob Smirnov. I am comedian from Russia. You remember maybe vaguely? Yeah. All right. Next individual, Kimmy. Tell me who it is. Actress, born on this date. She starred in the 1982 movie Cat People. She was opposite Malcolm McDowell. Who is she? Natasha Kinski. Correct. How old is she today? Within five years. 52. She's 57 today. Next person, American gymnast. She was the first ever American woman to win all-around gold medal at the Olympics. This happened in 1984. Who is it? Um. Here's an audio clue. Every now and then, I compete in front of the whole world. Other times, I'm just out to have a good time with my family and friends. That's why I got into bowling. Yeah, bowling. Fun. Pretty good exercise. It's great. Best of all, you don't have to get a tan to have a great time. All right. On the other hand, it doesn't hurt. Who is it, Kimmy? Nadia Kamensky? No. <laughs> No, this person did a ton of Wheaties commercials, too. Uh, And she had bouncing eyebrows in commercials. 
be the best way to uh, mm. give you a little extra clue. I don't know. It's Mary Lou. Retton. That's right. How old is Mary Lou today within five years? Uh, 50. She is 50 today. You're exactly right. I see dead people. Notable and famous people who passed away on this date in history. This person died in 1965, Kimmy. He was Prime Minister of the United Kingdom from 1940 to 1945 and again from 1951 to 1955. Who is it? The fact that my American forebears have for so many generations played their part in the life of the United States, that here I am, an Englishman, welcomed in your midst, makes this experience one of the most moving and thrilling in my life, which is already long and has not been entirely uneventful. Who is it, Kimmy? Winston Churchill. That's right. Passed away on this day, 1965. Next person was part of a comedy trio, Kimmy. Identify the trio. Tell me the name of the comedy trio. The Three Stooges. Correct. He passed away 1975 at the age of 72. Tell me who it is. Wait a minute. It ain't spring yet. Help! Fiddle the lights! I can't see anything. It's dark in here. Fellas, help me! I'm so blind! I can't see! I can't see! I had my eyes closed. Be in a truck. (laughs) You guys must be dreaming. Or maybe you don't talk English. Can you tell me who it is? First name's... Fine, Kimmy. Larry. Larry, that's right. Larry Fine is who passed away on this date in 1975 and quoted shortly before his death. He was asked if it was fun being a stooge. He said, no, it was not fun, but it was steady work and paid very well. But it was not fun. It was work. Mm. Larry Fine, who, by the way, was probably could have been maybe the most generous of the group. Uh, He almost gave away all his money. He would give money to actors who needed money, people who needed money. He, he, he was very, uh, very caring of individuals. And when mm. they stopped making the shorts in like 1957, he found himself in trouble because he, he liked to gamble too. Mm. That, that's Larry Fine. Next individual, serial killer, Kimmy. Put to death at the age of 42. He's put to death in Florida in the electric chair. Tell me who it is. There was a movie made about him called The Deliberate Stranger that aired on TV starring Mark Harmon that did not include all the murders. Now, who is the serial killer? Ted Bundy. That's correct. 1989, put to death. Have you ever seen The Deliberate Stranger? No. It's, it's for a TV thing, it's not bad at all. Hmm. For those who study crime and stuff, it's they, they edited down some of the, and not to glorify him in any way, but they edited down... Not the total amount of killings that are known that he did. Uh, it's believed that he killed at least 30. That's what he confessed to, although there are experts that believe it's in the hundreds, possibly. Mm. I think you did a fantastic job, Kimmy, on this Way Back Wednesday with trivia. Well, thank you. We're going to go back in time and honor something we talked about on trivia with a golden age of radio. Attention comic book fans, toy collectors, lovers of pop culture, and cosplayers. The Orlando Toy and Comic Con is happening Sunday, January 28th. It's bigger and better in a new location. The Orlando Toy and Comic Con is being held at the beautiful and spacious Florida Hotel and Conference Center, 1500 Sand Lake Road, Orlando, Florida. Attention zombie fans, meet Tony Moore, the co-creator of The Walking Dead. 
Get your photo taken with one of the world's leading cosplayers, Cecil Grimes, impersonator of Rick Grimes of the hit TV show The Walking Dead. This is your chance to meet Nick Bradshaw, artist on Guardians of the Galaxy, Wolverine, and the X-Men. Artist Ryan Stegman of Spider-Man, Scarlet Spider, Wolverine Thing. Artist Billy Tushi, the creator of the comic book She. Artist Ryan Otley, best known for Image Comics Invincible. Frank Terry, writer of DC and Marvel Comics and the video game Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Fate of Two Worlds. Discover why many consider the Orlando Toy and Comic Con the best one-day comic book toy show in America. Visit Orlando Toy and Comic Con's Facebook page for locations of the dance tickets and the website orlandotoyandcomiccon.com. Share with all your friends Sunday, January 28th. It's the Orlando Toy and Comic Con at a new location, bigger and better, with many new vendors bringing tons of comic books, toys, pop vinyls, collectibles, and more. It's the Orlando Toy and Comic Con. It's worth the drive. It's worth the flight. January 28th, the Orlando Toy and Comic-Con. Don't miss it. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Radio Watch News. Radio Someone still loves you. And that's the Riley and Kimmy Show. Going back in time to honor actress Ann Todd, we spoke about her being born on this date in 1909. She was no stranger to the golden age of radio, and we have an excellent example of her old-time radio work. This is the radio adaptation of the film Suspicion. Now, it is not the audio lifted. This is a an independent radio production. And the, the treasure here, it's Ann Todd with co-star Cary Grant. Excellent example, the golden age of radio. Going back in time, our tribute to Ann Todd on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Johnny. Oh, I'd heard things about him, that he was careless, which I knew meant carefree, that he was unreliable, which I knew meant he was different from any other man in the world. But naturally, I didn't hear what the looks implied. Well, I wouldn't have cared even if I'd seen them. The smug looks, the I told you so's, and even the pitying looks from the few who seemed to care. Well, Mrs. Aysgarth, are you getting used to being a wife? Oh, darling, it's wonderful. Yes, well, let's see. It all started at the Hunt Ball, then we got married, then it's kind of a blur. A blur of Venice, Naples, Capri, Monte Carlo, Nice, Paris, and now this wonderful, heavenly, adorable house. Oh, John, are you sure we can afford all this? Uh, Lena, one doesn't talk of money in paradise. Telegram, sir. Oh, my, speaking of paradise, let's see who wants to spoil it. Is it bad news, darling? No, no, just from an old friend of mine, stupid fellow. He wants a thousand pounds. You couldn't spare a thousand, could you, dear? thousand? What do you want it for? Hang if I know. Probably because I borrowed it from him. You borrowed it? Why? Well, because I was going on a honeymoon with the loveliest girl in the world, and I wanted her to be happy. Was she happy? But, but didn't you have any money of your own? Not a shilling. Johnny, are you broke? Oh, monkey face. I've been broke all my life. But I know you didn't marry me for my money. You could have done much better elsewhere. My income will never pay for all this. Never. Hmm. Hmm. Well, what about your father? Oh, I couldn't ask father or mother. But you wouldn't actually want to live on your wife's allowance, would you? No, darling. Naturally not. Well, then. 
Well, I suppose if the worst comes to the worst, that is, if there's no other way out, well, I'll probably have to... What? Borrow some more. Johnny, there's going to be no more borrowing or gambling. <laughs> what else is there to do? You've got to go to work. Uh, work? Mm-hmm. Well, you mean put on old clothes, go out with a shovel? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be flippant, darling. There are all sorts of jobs. Oh, all right, darling. I'm broad-minded. Let's have some tea. Hey, we can make out a list of jobs. You know, I think that'll be fun. <laughs> meant so much to me that Johnny took a position. I think you would understand. It seemed to help me push the sneers and the knowing smiles back into the dark. I don't know exactly what Johnny does, but he has a job in the office of a Captain Milbeck, a sort of distant cousin of his. I was at home waiting for Johnny when a stranger called. I say, you must be old Johnny's wife. Yes, I am. Uh, didn't he uh, tell you about me? I'm Beaky. Beaky? Oh, you're Beaky. Yeah, that's what they called me in school. Beaky Thwaite. Oh, I've heard so much about you. And Johnny told me about you, too. Uh, ran into him at the, uh, at the Newbury races last week. The races? Oh, put my foot in it as usual, eh? I, I mean, uh, didn't he tell you? Johnny has a job. He couldn't have been at the races. Besides, he stopped betting. Oh, he has, has he? Oh, not Johnny. Great lad, eh, what? Well, you, you you mustn't mind him cutting up. That's that's what makes him Johnny. Besides, he thinks you're a topper. Oh, yes, he does. I think so, too. Hey, what? Uh, won't you sit down, Mr. Thwaite? I don't see why not. Uh, is anything wrong? Well, there were two Queen Anne chairs here this morning before I went out. Uh, they've uh, uh, disappeared, have they? Apparently. Were they expensive? Yes, very. Museum pieces. <gasps> What's the matter? Oh, the Johnny, he'll be the death of me yet. Don't you understand? No, I don't. I'll give you 20 to 1, Johnny sold them. Sold them? What for? What for? For money, of course. Chap's got to pay his racing bets, hasn't he? And Johnny lost a packet at Newbury. I don't believe you. Oh, put my foot in it again, have I? My dear girl, uh, uh, what's your name? Uh, Lena. My dear Lena, you simply haven't got acquainted with old Johnny. Why, at school there wasn't one chap who's spending money Johnny purloined who didn't forgive him in the end. Why, you'll forgive him anything when you know him better. Well, Beaky. Well, well, Obi. Oh, oh, how's my darling monkey face? Uh, hello, Johnny. Ask him about the chairs, Oka. Hey, what are you whispering about, Beaky? I just want her to ask you about the chairs that disappeared. Oh, yeah, well, you would. Hmm. So you two discovered my iniquity, eh? Well, some American chap stopped by. Admired them so much, I just had to let him have them. <laughs> Johnny, you're such a wonderful liar. Yes, well, look, you two. Forget the Inquisition. Now, sit down, both of you. Anywhere. Lena, wait till you hear this. Now, shut up, Beaky. Lena, you remember that necklace you admired in the shop window a month ago? Here, it's yours. Oh, Johnny, I yes. did. My friends, the Grand National was run today. I happened to have backed the winner. A ten-to-one shot, ladies and gentlemen, ten-to-one, and I had 200 pounds on him. By Jove, ten-to... Why, that's... that's 2,000 pounds. Oh, that's amazing, Beaky. Hey, monkey face, you're not smiling. Come on, smile. Where did you get the 200 pounds? Oh, now, really, I say, what a question. Darling, where did you get it? Oh, well, you know very well there was no American. I got it for the chairs, of course. You sold the chairs to gamble all your money on a horse? Not exactly. You see, I owed some money to the bookies. <laughs> Johnny's such a lad. Now, darling, be practical. Come on, give us a smile. Yes, come along, old girl. Uh, Johnny, you tickle her chin while I make faces. Think that'll work? Yes, yes. Now, more tickle. Okay. Any results yet, Beaky? Not yet, old bean. Wait, I'll make a sound like an owl. Yeah, let's that try always that. gets them. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, I forgot something. Here you are. 
A receipt from a certain shop. Payment in full for a certain pair of Queen Anne chairs. They'll be delivered within the hour. Oh, look at that, Johnny. She's smiling. Oh, Johnny. Here's to the famous Johnny Asgar. Beakers up, plenty to the bottom. <coughs> oh, Johnny, he's choking. Do something. It's no use, darling. I've seen this happen before. It'll either kill him or go away by itself. I think one of these days it will kill him. Johnny, Beaky, an old friend of yours. How can you take that attitude? And you sat there and let him drink all the brandy he wanted. Oh, what is the matter with me? Johnny, Johnny, I do trust you. I do believe in you, but... I met one of the sneering faces today. She made it quite clear that you hadn't given up gambling. She told me she saw you each afternoon at the races. Johnny, perhaps I shouldn't, but I must find out. I must. Good afternoon, Mrs. Asgar. Oh, Captain Melbeck, I came to see my husband, but since he isn't here... Well, after all, you are his cousin as well as his employer, and I... Well, I'm, I'm just terribly worried. Yes, I understand that. But on the other hand, I told him I wouldn't prosecute, of course. Pros- I don't understand. What on earth are you talking about? But how did he get away with it? What reason did he give you when I discharged him? When did you discharge him? Six weeks ago. We had an unexpected audit, and the account showed a deficit of 2,000 pounds. And when I looked into Johnny's records... Look at the photograph of the cliffs, Beaky. We could put the hotel up here. Perfect. Then the little houses could go down on the beach there. Hello, you two. What's going on? Oh, hello, monkey face. Sit down, darling. Beaky and I are organizing a real estate company. We're going to buy up this beautiful piece of land right by the sea. Well, have you found somebody to put up the money? Oh, yes. Who? Me, Olga. I... I see. Uh, well, I... well, the idea is mine. The capital is Beaky's. You see, Beaky borrows against some securities in Paris, and then we issue stock. The whole company, of course, would be in my name. It's very simple. Does... Beaky, understand it? Oh, yes, I think so. Captain Melbick's on the phone, sir. Oh. I'll take it in the study. Excuse me for a moment. Beaky. Yes, my dear? You're being unfair to Johnny. What? Oh, I say, now, that's a hot one. Why, he's president of the whole new thing. He he, he gets a salary. He can write checks. That's just what I mean. Well, what's wrong about that? Oh, there you are, old boy. You know, Lena's been telling me that you're a, uh, a bit soft in the head. Not a, not a good risk and all that rot. I heard through the door. Uh, how about cleaning up, old boy? Nearly time for dinner. You know your room. Better hurry, in. Oh, all right. I won't it. Well? Lena, have you any regrets that you married me? No. Why do you ask that? And show me the courtesy of not interfering in my affairs. Johnny, I'm not interfering in your affairs. You are. And I'm warning you, stop it. You hear? You hear? Oh, Johnny, please. Please. Oh, I'm sorry, darling. But it's pretty obvious it's no garland of roses to be Mrs. Johnny's garland. Johnny, do you have any regrets? Monkey face, marrying you is the one thing I've never changed my mind about. I want nothing but to spend the rest of my life with you. And if you die first... Yes? If I die first? What about you? I couldn't fall out of love with you if I tried. 
Have you tried? Yes. Today. When I found out about Captain Melvick. Oh. Oh, there. Well, listen to me. If I had the money, I could go ahead with this development. It's really a wonderful spot. And you think Beaky has the money? Of course. Oh. Well, I guess that's over. Over? Why? What's happened? Nothing's happened. I'm calling the deal off. Does Beaky know about this? Not yet. Here I am, darlings, and ravenous. When do we dine, eh? Personally, old Bean, I can't see anything wrong with the scheme. But if you say it's no use going ahead with it, well, uh, don't let's go ahead. Well, Beaky, I'm not going to take the responsibility of calling the whole thing off without proving to you the scheme's no good. Now, you'll have to go up there to the cliffs tomorrow and take a look. Well, old Bean, if you say it's no good, that satisfies me. It should satisfy him. Why does Johnny insist? However, I would have liked What's in his mind? He's desperate for money. If he would sell the chair, embezzle from Captain Melvick, would he stop it? No, no, that's preposterous to think that. Yet he said, if I were to die... I say, Johnny, I really don't want to go up there in the morning. It'll be nasty and cold. Nasty and cold, foggy, cliffs so high and treacherous. Beaky is no match for Johnny. Earlier the better. There won't be so much traffic on the road. Near the cliffs, they'll be alone. Nobody to watch. Beaky will get out of the car. Then Johnny. They'll walk near the edge of the cliff. Beaky will peer over. Too near. Too near. And suddenly he will go over. I say, getting up for me is murder, old chap. Murder. Murder. No. 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 I say, I do believe she's fainted, old Bean. Now, now, whatever do you suppose could be wrong? phrase from childhood keeps going through my head. Gruesome shapes and things horrid. Why can't I get Johnny out of my mind? Not the laughing, easy-going Johnny I know, but a sinister Johnny. I got up early, took my car. I drove out to the cliff and found the tire marks of Johnny's car. They led right up to the edge of the cliff. My heart stood still. Where the tire marks ended, the cliff had caved in and was gone. I don't remember how I got home. Johnny, where's Beaky? Well, hello, my girl. I'm here. Oh, thank God. Johnny! Fine, Mikey face. You're breaking my bones with that hug. After all, I've only been gone a few hours. Seems like a thousand. Seems that way to me, too. Oh, shut up. It was nothing, Beaky. Well, I nearly lost my life. Do you call that nothing? You nearly lost your life? Yes, I, I, I was turning the car near the edge of the cliff. Was Johnny in the car? Uh, no, uh, he was admiring the view. Well, I was backing up, backing right up to the edge. If Johnny hadn't seen it and, and, and taken a leap and grabbed the brake, uh, well, by Jove, I shouldn't be here. Johnny saved your life? He certainly did. Came Johnny close to losing his own, too. Oh, Johnny. How can I ever tell you what this means to me? To you? It meant something to me, too, by Harry. Ought to give a chap a reward, eh, what? Oh, now it's getting interesting. Why can't he come to Paris with me? I think old Johnny needs a holiday. Paris? Yes, my securities are there. I think I'd better fly over to z- dissolve the corporation. I'll treat Johnny to the trip. Oh, the cad seems to forget I'm a married man, darling. 
then I might toss a few things into a bag and drive as far as London with him. What about that, monkey face? Oh, ripping. Oh, do let him, monkey, uh, Lena. <laughs> well, I don't see how I can stop him. Good. Great. Let's pack, Obi. <laughs> Mrs. Aisgon? Yes? I'm Hodgson, inspector of the county police. I understand your husband is not in, madam. No, he's up in London for a few days. I believe you know a Mr. Thwaite. Why, of course, he's a very good friend of my husband. Well, Mrs. Asgoth, Mr. Thwaite is dead. Dead? Died in Paris. This is such a shock. You see, I... we knew him. I'm sorry to have to break it to you, Mrs. Aisgoth. It seems Mr. Thwaite was in the company of another gentleman by the name of Albeam or Holbeam. There was some sort of a drinking bet between them. This other gentleman ordered a large beaker of brandy for Mr. Thwaite and then left. Would you or your husband happen to know any friend of Mr. Thwaite's who would answer to a name such as Albeam? Or Holbeam? I'm, I'm afraid not. The papers were found on Mr. Thwaite, which would indicate that he and your husband had formed a corporation. My husband had planned a real estate development for Mr. Thwaite. Mr. Thwaite had gone to Paris to dissolve it. I see. Well, thank you, Mrs. Aisgott. Sorry I had to bother you. When your husband returns, uh, by the way, do you expect him? This evening, Inspector. Would you ask him to ring me at the station? Yes. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Hello? Hogarth Club, London. Oh, may I speak to Mr. Aysgarth, please? Yes. Oh, when do you expect him? He left yesterday. Thank you. Oh, it's you. Yes. So you've heard about Beaky? Yes. Dead. Johnny. The inspector wants you to phone him. Captain Melbick phone him, sir. Oh, yes? Now tell him I got his note. Tell him I'll take care of the matter within two weeks, as he requests. Yes, sir. The matter? The debt, monkey face. He wants his money. And you can get it in two weeks? I'm trying. Now, suppose we call it a day. But, Johnny, you have to call the inspector. Let's call it a day, darling. I'm tired. Dead tired. <laughs> All night I lay awake, my mind whirling with suspicions. And suddenly I remembered Isabel, who was a writer of murder fiction. I remembered Johnny asking her questions a few evenings ago. Unusual questions. Had he followed up those questions? Why did Johnny want to know so much about murder and the ways of committing murder? Well, since you flattered me by telling me you've already read my latest story, ask me your questions. Isabel, why did Johnny come to see you? Well, my dear, Johnny is interested in the way in which we poor writers evolve our little plots. Well, naturally, we talk to so many things. I see. Did he... did he ask you any particular questions? Questions like, well, um, unusual ways in which a character might commit a crime? Well, yes, we did talk of that. You know, Johnny, you can't resist him. He makes you want to tell all your trade secrets. I see. Oh, I remember now. Johnny was simply fascinated by one of my pet theories. An untraceable poison. Oh, was he? Has Johnny been having nightmares? Talking in his sleep, my dear? Yes, yes, Isabel. That's it. Nightmares. 
just came for Mr. Ayscough. I was going to bring it up. Oh, thank you. I'll take it to myself. Yes, ma'am. Durential Insurance Company in Manchester. Replying to your inquiry regarding a loan of £2,000 against policy 167895. Regret loan cannot be made. Under terms of policy, payment can only be made in the event of the death of your wife. Event? Johnny. Yes, monkey face? I saw Isabel today. I didn't know you were so interested in murder, mistress. Uh, yes, yes. I borrowed one of her books. Terrible bore, too. There was a lot of muck about using an untraceable poison. What does that mean, untraceable? Well, you can't find it on the court, so you look high and low. Yes? Are you interested in murder, too, dear? Yes, I... I'm getting to be. Hmm. I had quite an interesting chat with Isabel that day. She thinks I couldn't commit a murder if I tried a hundred years. Something in my face. What do you think, darling? I... I don't know, Johnny. Johnny, have you finished breakfast? Yes. Oh, are you speaking to me this morning? I'm sorry, Johnny. I don't know what got into me last night. I must be developing nerves. Oh, I don't mind being asked to sleep in my dressing room, even if my wife locks the door between. Some husbands might, but not me. Oh, really, Johnny? I'm I'm just run down. I I think I'd better go down to Mother's for a few days. She asked you? Why, yes, I... Yes, she called this morning. Must have been very early. I didn't hear it. Very well. I'll drive you. Oh, you needn't drive me. I can take the... I prefer to drive you. That door on your side keeps me open. I must get it fixed someday. Please, you have to drive so fast. Great morning for a bit of speed. Look out! Shortcut here. Almost missed the turn. Watch that door! Peter, <laughs> come back here, you crazy fool. Where are you going? Peter. Oh, what's got into you? Let me go, Johnny. Let me go, please. Oh, no. stop it, gentle fool. Stop it. Now listen to me. How much do you think a man can bear? You turn me out of your room. You go running away to your mother's, and now you cringe as though you hate me. You're my wife, Lena. You almost killed us both back there in the car because you had to pull away when I reached out to save you. Well, you won't have to put up with me anymore. Johnny. Where are you going, Johnny? First, I'm driving you onto your mother's. And then what? You needn't worry. I'll never bother you again. You mean you're going to? Is that... Why you were looking up that poison in Isabel's book? You were going to kill yourself. Oh, Johnny, my darling, no. Oh, don't worry. I saw that was a cheap way out. 
I'm going back to see it through, Lena. Prison term and everything. Prison? You mean Melbet? That money you took? Yes. I can't pay it back. I made a last try to raise the money when I went away with Binky. To Paris? No, no. I went up to Liverpool to borrow on your insurance. You mean you were in Liverpool when Binky... You didn't go to Paris? I wish I had. I'd never have let some idiot give poor old Binky that brandy. Oh, Johnny. I've been such a fool. If only I'd realized. If I'd been as close to you as I should have, you might have confided in me more. But things are going to be different now, Johnny. People don't change overnight. I'm no good, Lena. Oh, darling, let's turn back. Go home and see it all through together. Mm-mm. It won't work. I'm taking you on to your mother's. It will work. I know it. Let me go back with you. You don't belong in this. But I do. I won't let you shut me out. Please, Johnny. Turn the car around and go home. Please. No, Lena, no. We're saying goodbye. Yes. I know, Johnny. But it's going to take so many, many years to say goodbye. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow the Riley and Kimmy show. We feature old time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R I L E Y. And Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals, too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.